A few weeks back, I slipped on the ice and fell flat on my back, about two seconds after I had warned my husband and daughter that it was icy. As I laid in the snow laughing, it reminded me of another time a few years ago when I had a similar slip, but a very different reaction, where instead of laughing it off, my inner perfectionist jumped out and started reminding me of how I wasn't living up to expectations. In this episode, I'll explain why that inner perfectionist gets in the way when it comes to productivity and why I'm practicing getting comfortable making mistakes. Okay, let's dive in. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and neuroscience nerd, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for ambitious overachievers and recovering perfectionists who feel stretched thin and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a recovering perfectionist with big career goals, I know how frustrating it can feel to never have enough time in your day or to endlessly procrastinate because you lack the confidence to take action. I spent years understanding how our brains work and the mental habits that get in our way. Each week, I'll share actionable strategies and guest interviews to help you get relief from your to-do list, build your confidence, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. Over the holidays, we went to the Calgary Zoo Lights Festival. We've been once before many years ago, after we first moved to Calgary, but hadn't gone since Allison was born, because between bedtime and nap schedules, something always seemed to get in the way. But this year, after she impressed me with her two hours of trick-or-treating in Halloween, we decided she was old enough to stay up to walk around the zoo and see all the lights. Thankfully, we live in Canada where it gets dark at about five o'clock in the wintertime, so we didn't have to keep her up too late, although she did fall asleep in the car on the way home. If you ever come to Calgary around the holidays, I would definitely recommend checking out zoo lights. They start putting the lights up months in advance, and it's pretty cool, even for adults. They have lights in all the trees, animal-shaped lights, even some dinosaur light displays in the dino park. So this December, in Calgary, It's pretty cold and it's icy. We had our ski suits on and our winter boots and we were being cautious walking around. We were cutting through the park to get to some more lights and I could see that the edge of the park was really slick. I could see the ice on the ground. I had just warned Jason and Allison to be extra careful. Then, of course, I stepped forward and my feet slipped out from underneath me and I landed flat on my back. I wasn't hurt. The layers of clothes and the fact that I'm pretty short, so I don't have that far to fall, probably helped. And we all started laughing. If you've been listening to this show for a while, you know I'm pretty clumsy. And a lot of my stories involve me falling or dropping things. It's hard to believe that once upon a time, I was a competitive gymnast for years. And this fall at the zoo reminded me of another fall many, many years ago when I was back in my first year in university really similar situation. It was winter. And at the time I was living in Edmonton, which is just as cold, if not colder than Calgary. I was walking down these outside steps toward the quad at the university and towards the main cafeteria for lunch when I stepped on some ice and slid down the stairs on my butt. My body wasn't hurt, but my pride sure was. 
No one was outside watching, but of course, these steps lead right down to the cafeteria where there's a wall of glass windows. I couldn't see in because of the glare, but I was pretty sure there were about 100 people who just saw me fall on my butt. I remember being mortified, so embarrassed, and feeling like a giant failure. I struggled with perfectionism and self-doubt for years. Sometimes that drive to be perfect and to succeed has helped me. It helped me push through 11 years of university and get my PhD. And it probably helped me back in my athlete days when I was putting in some long hours at the gym. But there's a dark side to perfectionism. It can lead to crazy high expectations for yourself. Self-doubt, that inner critic smack talking you over your shoulder when you make a mistake. Because we all make mistakes and we all fall sometimes. And even if your brain and your body are burning out because of perfectionism, it takes a ton of energy to try and be perfect all the time. Perfectionism can also make you less productive. Your brain only has so many mental resources. Holding yourself to unreasonable standards, constantly doubting yourself and feeling like you're not working hard enough or you're not good enough and needing everything to be perfect drains those mental resources. I know it seems counterintuitive, but because of how your brain works, trying to be perfect and worrying about mistakes actually makes you more likely to make mistakes. I know, right? Have you ever been trying to remember someone's name, for example, maybe the name of a famous actress or someone that you used to work with years ago, and it's right on the tip of your tongue, but you just can't seem to remember it? Then five hours later, when you're driving home or you're in the shower, it comes to you out of nowhere, right? That's totally normal. What happens in your brain in these situations is when we're thinking too hard about something, it can essentially burn out the brain cells around that bit of information. The cells of your brain become inhibited because they've been firing too much or they've been working too hard. So basically, they need a break. That's why it's easier to come up with that name when you're not thinking so hard. Your brain's had time to rest. Works the same way with other mistakes. The harder I'm thinking about not making a mistake, the more my brain is burning out and the more mistakes I'm likely to make. So even though it seems like perfectionism will improve your performance, it doesn't always work that way. Perfectionism can also lead to procrastination which we know isn't a great productivity strategy. I'm sure you've been there before. Endlessly proofreading emails before you hit send just to make sure you have the wording right or getting stuck in that pattern of overthinking decisions, working on projects forever because you can't decide what the perfect solution might be or maybe there isn't even one. So you procrastinate or take way longer than you need to on tasks because that inner perfectionist and inner critic wants it all to be done the right way. Sound familiar? And all these mental habits that come with perfectionism take up your time and energy, leaving you feeling stretched thin, overwhelmed by everything on your never-ending to-do list, and feeling like you're not making any progress towards your goals. I've worked hard over the years to tame my inner perfectionist which helped me react very differently when I fell more recently compared to when I slipped all those years ago. Here are three strategies I use to help keep that perfectionism and overachieving in check and to actually get more done in my day.
Strategy number one to get more done if you're a perfectionist. Give yourself time limits for tasks. Remember back in your university or college days when you had a final paper due at the end of the term and you had months to work on it, but reliably you would start it just a few days before and put in a couple of all-nighters to get it done? Yeah, me too. Because when we have too much time, we tend to be less productive. Our brains need a little bit of motivation, of pressure. Check out episode 62 of The Bold Life to learn how a little bit of stress can make you more productive. And when we have too much time or endless time, that inner perfectionist tends to show up. Because I have all day to work on this report, my brain can overanalyze and obsess about every word, reread it a million times to make sure I have it just right. It's a good thing to want your work to be of high quality. But keep in mind what this decision means you're giving up. If you spend all day working on one client project, does that mean that you're falling behind on other projects? Or you're not taking time for yourself? Things like staying late at work and skipping breaks? Setting limits on tasks will give your inner perfectionist less time to get in your way and help you stay on track. I like to work in 60 to 90 minute chunks. We know from a brain perspective, this is the limit for how long we can stay focused on one task anyway. So I book 60 to 90 minutes for each task in my day and I stick to it. I know I have to get that report done on time and done is better than perfect. Strategy number two, start noticing that others make mistakes too and normalize not being perfect. We all make mistakes. We all send emails or write reports with typos. I see typos in books that are published and are fantastic all the time. We all say the wrong name or the wrong word. These mistakes are totally normal. But right now, that inner perfectionist is only focusing on your mistakes, only seeing the times that you mess up and feeling super bad about it. Start noticing when you see typos in other people's emails or reports. We're not trying to judge other people here but we want to get your brain to notice that it's normal and okay to make the occasional mistake. We're way harder on ourselves than we are on anyone else. And by noticing that everyone else messes up too, it can take away some of that pressure to be perfect. And finally, strategy number three. After you've noticed that others mess up too, get off the comparison train. The comparison game really drives perfectionism. We see others around us that seem to have it all together, that seem to get so much done in their day. That person you're friends with on social media that posts amazing pictures of their house decorated for the holidays, but your place looks like a tornado went through it. I hear you. Or that person that seems to have been promoted so much faster than you at work, and we get in our heads, right? Thinking we should be succeeding faster, or have magazine-ready homes too or be able to work while we send emails and decorate a cake all at once. Okay, I'm joking about the last one. Don't try that. Our brains can't multitask, and you're likely to end up with cake everywhere. But you've probably had similar thoughts, right? All those shoulds take up brain space and drain your energy, motivation, and time. Instead, take a break from social media and give your brain a rest from the constant comparison. Maybe you have one day a week that's social media free, or you set a time limit on your social media, like 30 minutes every night. Set an alarm because those apps can really suck you in. 
Back in episode 83, I shared how I'm curbing my social media habit with two jars and some paper clips. You can check it out if you need more ideas on how to get out of this comparison cycle. This episode is brought to you by my free daily productivity checklist. Ever wish you had more time in your day? This free workbook will walk you through the steps that I use to set up my day to maximize productivity so you can get more done without feeling totally overwhelmed or staying up all night to squeeze it all in. You can download your copy at drnicolebyers.com forward slash checklist. That's drnicolebyers.com forward slash checklist. Okay, let's do a quick recap of what you've learned in this episode. Perfectionism and holding yourself to super high standards seems like it would be a good strategy to help you reach your goals. But perfectionism has a downside. It can leave you feeling overwhelmed, like there's never enough time in the day, and actually make you more prone to mistakes. Just like any of our mental habits, retraining your brain to have more realistic expectations of yourself takes time. But with some specific strategies, you can get out of that mental habit and get more done in your day with time and energy to spare. Okay, that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and this is the Bold Life Podcast. Thank you.